Excuse me. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Smoothie right? was too good. The smoothie's good, yeah. isn't it? Got the, yeah. You're smoothie right? was too good. The smoothie's good, yeah. isn't it? Got the, yeah. I was gorking out on it. It was good. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was uh what was the place we got those from? Plant plant smoothie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was. Uh let's get this intro going. Okay. What's uh episode number are we talking about? We one eighty two, sir. One eighty two. Turk one eighty two. Like that bass. Yeah, right. That right here. Who did that? Jimmy Beach. Jimmy Beach. It's the Barney Miller part right here. Dallas' favorite song. We wrote the song because somebody wanted to be part of the movie. Oh, for uh, Romance in the Bahamas, and kind of yeah. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Adjust the Mic podcast. Uh, we have a, another uh, two for Tuesdays. It's uh, Thaddeus Maximus over here. Uh, what's going on, T Dog? Greetings. Yeah, you got Thaddeus T and Scotty G. And uh, hello there, guys. How's it going? Um, 182. Yeah. Uh, well, January 23rd. Uh, we had a kind of a cold but fun weekend. Yeah, it was a snapple. Yeah, it was, man. Had fun uh, hanging out with you out of uh, out of our normal town, hanging out in Cocoa Village for the EcoFest. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Friday and Friday night. That was a it was a tough kind of situation too because it's a Friday it's a tough time but dude everybody was out there everybody was putting had all their exhibits up everybody was ready to rock you know and uh, the music was great uh, we showed up around like five six o'clock went over to Tai Tai had some dinner yummy I came back over got to watch uh, Quill and Kyle and the Eight Minute Mile and everybody uh, do their performances and DJ Twig Twig Twig. Yeah. Uh, I loved the way he was doing the sponsors and everything and reading everything off. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'll let you kind of, you know, maybe talk about it cause you were kind of experiencing it the whole day. We kind of just showed up and, uh, tell us about it, man. Yeah. We had a, a bunch of, uh, speakers and presentations during the day in the civic center mm-hmm. and that went real smooth. And I, I, I missed most of the one I wanted to see the most, which was, uh, Dwayne DeFries. De Okay. It's uh, looking after the Indi- Indian River. Right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we had people show up and they, you know, fill in the, the chairs and it was good. Um, That's great. Yeah. And then, like, it's, it's a great location, man. It is. It's so, I don't know, it's everything you need without all the hassles. It, yeah, man. I, I like the layout, how it has that big outer circle where you can kind of vendor up and you can kind of walk around, but then still have a centered with the grass, you know, center there. You, and like i mean all these reggae festivals i mean it's it's insane it, what it was at a year and a half wait to try to get just a weekend there yeah so we had to take friday but of course next time it'll be saturday but we're like we we don't want to skip a year even if you so. did it every other year there and then have it somewhere else and you have like a co you know or maybe book out starting next year a few years at a time you know block it out and make them for a saturday and and uh, boom, I think I think we'd have a home run there. 
I really do. Yeah, I think it's going to go down. I think Frank wants to to get the loop going a little bit more often than once yep. a year. And and uh, Kyle, uh, the guy that the owns his sound system. Yeah, I don't want to say his last name wrong, but Bulldog. Okay. Uh, anyways, he's a super cool dude, and his crew is real cool. Awesome. And they handled the sound, and they gave us a great price. You know. Yeah. And it was just a pleasure to work with them. You know. Sounded great. Yeah. Yeah. And Big time. So you got to see uh, Kyle and the Eight Minute Mile yep. Quill. Yep. Confessional kids. They killed it, man. It was great. It. I mean, and and they're not that they're not like they don't play over here very often. They love Coco Village, dude. Like, fantastic. They all sounded great. Yeah, and we got to hear uh, from Gold Tone, who was yep. also a sponsor of their band. Uh, uh, I, I didn't get to hear that yeah. part, but uh, tell me about it. It's a really cool band, and everybody in it rips. Um, I didn't know it, but my friend Cricket is in it, who I met before. You know, okay, uh, she's an artist. Okay, she plays. Uh, I don't know fiddle, violin. You know, I don't know what, yeah. what you call it, but it was her. And uh, this guy had like a stand-up bass kind of, um, and he was tapping his foot on this like piece of wood, and mm -hmm. uh, it was a big, big dulcimer. Uh, Wayne's wife plays a dulcimer. Okay. And Wayne was, he's the cat that, that started. What's a dulcimer for uh, oh, <laughs> for me? <laughs> it's a simmer that's not, I'm just kidding. It's a, yeah. um, it's a big, well, the one that she had, I've seen other ones. It was like, uh, it's like four foot wide. And okay. it took like three big legs. And it, it's, it looked like a big desk, but it's a bunch of strings. Yeah. She's got these little hammers in her hands. So she's yeah, playing. so cool. Yeah. And she's, she's super good. Like, She's been playing it for. I really wanted to see him, and and that was like, we got to check him out. I mean, it's Gold Tone, and they're here in you know right in Titusville. Yeah, um, been there forever. Same place. How long? I mean, well, man. The, yeah, they moved their uh, store from up near the uh, river across from. Uh, help me out, Shiloh's the old smokehouse. Oh yeah. Called okay. Yeah. So they moved back street to Hopkins. Yep. But they're big. It's uh yeah, dude. It, it's just so awesome that it's such a quality instrument. You know, you go look at the reviews. You know, Frank is sharing all our stuff on Facebook, so everybody's clicking. You know, I'm looking at nothing but positivity coming from that place, man. And there's a lot of just excellent musicians, and they have their band. It's their kind of like uh, people that work there, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, it, um, yeah, and they had a they had a special guest, a cat that flew down. He was a three time world chip world champ flat picking. Oh wow! Guy, okay. Know? He was real fast. Well, he low pressure. Play. You guys used to have all these different uh, uh, instruments that you used. Uh, you would make your own instruments, uh, turtle shells, you name it. Right. Yep. Uh, you still have some pieces of that that you were showing me. Yeah. So as as Vive Farmer Studios being re, you know, built from the ashes. Yeah. From the water, <laughs> which has gone quite well, and it's looking fantastic. Thank like that you. door that Aaron, you know, hung for the Kelsey's door. Yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. That's badass. So we we got uh, a long time ago. Nick entrusted me with the the two original Kelsey's doors. Yeah. So as you know, one of our doors got worked, and so uh, yeah, Aaron. What's Aaron's last name? Uh, Jansen. Yeah. Yeah, he has Jansen windows, actually. He's actually what he does for a living. Yeah, he's really good at, you know, all that. And so yeah. he put one of the Kelsey's doors up, uh, connecting the control room to, the like, the rehearsal room. Yeah. And it looks great. It feels it's, great. Uh, it's, 
it, dude, the studio's looking fantastic. Uh, I'm excited. Every time we get there, it's like a little bit more, a little bit more is done. You guys are just grinding and getting that done. And I can't wait, man. And the weather is kind of perfect for it right now. Yes. So it's all you can open all the the bay doors. We got some work. I know we got to get some more wood here. We're gonna yeah. do that here this True. week. Yep. Um, but uh, uh, the musician, uh, like you're gonna set up at your new studio some of the old, you know, uh, equipment that you used to use back with low pressure. Yeah. And yeah. is there similarities in? I know it's different instruments, but there's similarities in the thought process when you guys are doing what you're doing, and then Gold Tone and their band. What was the name of the band again? Robin the Hood. Robin the Hood. Yeah, it was good. Robin. She's the Robin plays the dulcimer. Do they have other instruments like that? Where, like you were saying, they're kicking the thing. You got the dulcimer. You got all these different uh, instruments. Gold Tone has a spread of all kind of hybrid instruments, like uh, some, you know, maybe a banjitar. Oh wow! And yeah, I forget what the word is. Like a the someone who makes a guitar is a a lutherian or something like. I don't know. Okay. So, anyways, they got a bunch of them dudes, and not all <laughs> a bunch of them dudes. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Well, that's what they are. When you walk in the door, it's a bunch of guitar enthusiasts working on guitars and kind of getting mental with it and just having the most fun. Yeah, school me up. What do you call a guitar maker? A luthier. Okay, a luthier. luthier. I was yeah, you said it right. Yeah. But that's what's happening inside the shop. Busy, 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 making all kind of stuff, experimenting, and they've done it for so long. They got it all like really dialed. I've never been so immersed in in with around musical people than I am right now. It's uh, Aaron's got all of his uh, equipment over here from his studio, and it's all these just crazy cool synthesizers and patch bays and you know whatever that freaking monstrosity of coolness is over there. Freaking cost as much of a dink as a dink car. He said that was that was the era like right before MIDI. You know, it was yeah, that. yeah, and then it was you know samplers and and then all that came into play. That was before it though. What yep. that modular then making it, know, it's taking, so yeah. the sounds that come out of that are pretty amazing, and it sounds so good. And you can see where some of these uh, real modern hip hoppers or techno, you know, uh, uh, DJs can really get creative and make their own songs in a very cool and original way all the time. So I'll go ahead and hat tip one of T's favorite inspirations. Uh, you probably heard of Kraftwerk. Uh-huh. Yeah. From back in the day. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. They were like the first. Yeah, man. Yeah. I always like the the vinyl. I don't know if this really translates from saying, but the Bassbin Twins. Do you remember them? Yeah. They had all these just awesome drum and beat kind of, you know, that was very original sounding and very, just different than everybody else's, man. Loved it. Loved it. When I, I had turntables and all that back in the day. You got turntables now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't, dude, it's cool too. Uh, Aaron brought all his old records and he's got new, old, like all kinds of stuff over there. So I want to start sampling on it and messing around. And so in saying that, it's like you got your studio that's kind of being rebuilt and which is what's cool is it can be redesigned and re kind of done as well. You know what I mean? Like you're taking and repurposing things and resetting things up to do it in a cooler way. And we're going to be able to podcast over there. We're going to be able to do all kinds of things over there, man. And uh, I can't wait to do that. And now with the EcoFest and doing all the things with the bands here, I feel like we're just, 
you know, all the things that you're doing with Kyle and eight minute mile and, you know, all the networking with Quill, Darling and Flagman and all these other bands and stuff. And, you know, Flagman. We, get, we get to use some of their music. Like there's local people around here, like your mirror mud that was at last year's EcoFest. getting your sound booth set up to where you can get people to come in and lay some vocal tracks down on some of your creations that you're working on right now. Um, it's it just like there's all this Aaron doing everything he's doing and what he's going to bring to the table at, at some point. And dude, like he's good with the music and everything, but the windows, like, like he replaced one of my dad's went growing up when I first, you know, married his sister or when we first kind of met and we're hanging out, you know, their dad was the window guide, you know, Jansen windows in Melbourne. And they did all the Kinco windows and all these other, you know, manufacturers and just killed it. And Aaron worked with his dad and they were arguing all the time and, you know, but then just, just kicking ass though. And then he was working with his, uh, all the fam, their whole family is in the window business. And Aaron did it for years, build his own house. You know I mean? It's just amazing. And, uh, you know, with health and things, it's kind of hard to keep it going for a little while there. So it's been kind of shut down, but that, you know, active. And he's ramping it back up again now, and he's been doing a few jobs here and there, and help my dad out. It's helping you out now. And he's got a couple to do over here, and uh, I love it, man. It's cool when people are like good with uh, just keeping everything when you're, they're done with their carpentry work. Yeah. It's all square and it's all true, and ain't no splinters and all that stuff. And and, and his nickname is legitimately Safety Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if he does do anything for you, you know it's going to be done. You know uh, with caution and and safe and proper and correctly like that's one thing that he's very technical and in a very cool way yeah so um so man um i only did one this day in history um and by the way shout out to everybody frank we, we i know we've been talking about this for a while but frank dude unbelievable I, you were so stressed i saw you you were running around trying to make sure everything was perfect i me and uh Lori and Allie walk up and he's like just so making sure that we, uh, you know where your stuff is you know where you need to be do you need anything for me like he cared so much and uh god he's got to be so tired he probably should like hibernate for a week he already hit the reset button unbelievable i was chatting him up this morning yeah yeah and he's a grinder that means that his health's yeah. getting better. He's kind of getting yeah. more endurance and more energy. I love seeing it, man. He's got this. Uh, he's got his whole like the um, the chart of the growth of the, you know, the whole deal. Oh, that's great, and man. He's like, look, we're trending upward. I'm like, double damn. It take. Hey, you have to grind. You have to really grind for like and be consistent for a long time for something to really kind of latch on. And Frank's doing that. Like he's doing educational things. He's doing. Uh, the circuit, man. He's interviewing. He's going up to Chicago. He's, uh, you know, taking his trips down to South America. He's doing all of his, uh, uh, all of his scientific stuff, all of his data collecting. He's doing tours. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I feel like I work pretty hard, and I, I have a lot of things that I'm working on. I got nothing on that. I mean, this guy is like, he sweats it nonstop, yeah. man. Yeah, when everybody's chilling, he's like up. Yeah, and and people are recognizing it, like people like Pat Fisher and and Kelsey's, and all of the Gold Tone and all these other companies are all kind of saying, "Man, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, Bavard man." Bavard Zoo, Bavard Zoo is huge. 
Stell Bailey and like all their connections and all her information. It's just fantastic. Space Coast Executive Airport. Boom. It's uh, it's awesome, man. Uh, proud of you there, Frank. Big time. Super thankful, yeah. Big hat tip to you on And that. when he's not doing all that, he's out in like the deep woods, yeah. catch, you know, uh, sampling something, seeing what critters are what, What's there. he sampling over there? What is he, what is he taking the, uh, the local mushrooms of the, uh, yeah, all around and the, then like turn into like a little Frank the Gnome and bouncing around and. He's, he's going to get like a, a blood sample or a, or a, a leaf or dig yeah. a shovel in the ground and take a little bit. Oh, my garage. Just, what is yeah. this? See, we needed to get some Steve Irwin, oh, my garage stuff on the video. Oh, man. I got to give a shout out here because uh, right. we met these uh, this group and Kyle, Nate, and Mom met this group. They're called the uh, Pineda Water, Waterway Warriors, right? Okay, yeah. And... Uh, they clean up so much uh, trash from just right there. Uh, say, send me that so when I post the description yeah. of the podcast and do everything, I can take that photo as well. Yeah, and put it yeah, as a post, as a comment underneath I think it's our post. Two Saturdays a month, they go out there, and it's it's pretty cool. And it's uh, I like to share that we have a Clayton's cleanup uh, from last year's EcoFest. Yeah, uh, they uh, we got keeping Bavar beautiful. And all of those little events and stuff, I would love to be for even this podcast at some point to be uh, DJ Twig, dude. He was the man, dude. Yeah, he's cool, dude. He was the man. Touch, touch, talk about him a little bit because you guys kind of talked a little bit. Well, yeah, he he chilled. I think he's a well, he's a DJ and he's good at it. But he's also he told me he's going to full sale for some media stuff, and he's just real easy to work with. And him and Frank hit it off and him and the sound guys uh kyle everybody was just yeah digging it i when when he was doing uh you know doing the pat fisher uh marketing little plug he was plugging all the businesses man and it was it was awesome hearing him do it yeah he he does it with some flair you know and and it's good i enjoyed it we gotta have we gotta try to get him on this uh podcast interview him a little bit yeah get him out to your studio when it's ready and kind of have some fun, man. Oh, yeah. It's like the talking heads deal, the big I, suit. I need to get some of those photos from you. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Quill's awesome. What a voice, man. She just, man, she's got a voice. Her um, uh, bandmate, the the guy, what was his name? Uh, sidekick. Dang it. It eludes me. I, I remember the yeah. drummer's name was Gio. They, they were great. Yeah. They were fantastic, man. He was funny on the mic, too. Yeah, yeah. Really good presence all the way around, man. Really good presence. I think I think that there's a, there was somebody from like a, maybe somebody that Kyle knew from a, a booking agency or something, a talent, somebody that moves talent around the planet. They okay. Said, yeah, this looks pretty cool. And Frank's like, I don't know, he called me and said, we're going to get some stuff in the rotation. and That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, as many as many places as they can go perform and get in front of people, and as long as there's a couple people there that can spread that word, because there's a lot of play venues in Cocoa Village too that does live music, and uh, I'd love to see them in this area more and, and sharing some of uh, some of their venues. So whenever you know where they're playing, man, share it with us. Let us know. Uh, we need. We still need to get them on. I think uh, this year we're going to start pumping up. I know they're going to start doing some more marketing. 
So uh, we'd love to get them on the on the show sometime. Yeah. Now I, th- I feel like we're kind of getting there here for a studio wise. And they'll be they'll be out soon. So when they come out, let's yeah. just uh, you know let me know. Give me like a range of dates or whatever, and make sure it's okay with them. And when they come visit you, part of it will be coming over here and spending an hour or so. You know, yeah, that'd be fantastic. I don't know if you got to hear, but they sang a really funny song called "The Foot Suck '69." No, I didn't hear. No, I didn't <laughs> hear pretty, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do I have for you? I, something about uh, something about out there plants weather oh uh the raffles the raffle yeah i put some money in the raffles i didn't get what i wanted what there was you, a couple of, what there, did you there, dude there was all kinds of cool paint the paintings uh they had some art they had all these little gift bags with all kinds of different stuff and it was it was awesome man the place was i mean the raffles and everything that you guys had the the guitar the gold tone guitar yep <sighs> that was nice man. i know i would have liked to won that that was real nice yeah um everybody but dude that place was hustling everybody there was like selling tickets you know it, it was it was really cool man. yeah uh fisher nissan had uh meet and greet people up front. they had a few trucks out there they had some yeah. salesmen out there uh one salesman was waving at another one for something and i was in the middle of it thinking he was talking to me so i was like waving back to him and he wasn't even like that's super fun he's like hey can i help you though with something man <laughs> Like handled it all like good and stuff, man. Didn't leave you hanging. It was good, man. I was like, ooh. Okay. Uh this day in history, I only did one. Okay, what is it? What are we okay. looking at? And this will be for you. This is uh this was uh cherry picked this one for you. In nineteen eighty six when you were like like fifty years old. <laughs> you say eighty six? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh shots fired. Uh, the first inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame were announced. These inductees were largely responsible for the widespread acceptance of rock and roll as a mainstream music genre. Genre. And uh, you know all these cats. These are all your guys when you were in your diapers. And the one that popped the most was... They made rock and roll what it was, right? Yeah. I mean, who do you think's the biggest of this list? I know who's who was... We played the Everly... Uh, brothers a lot you named that that band immediately yep yeah uh would you put them over uh james brown buddy holly they're all so unique with the vibe elvis presley just no i mean that's the creation of rock right and then yeah. I, I saw down here there's alan freed coined the phrase rock and roll and it was instrumental in its propagation and it was organized. Uh, they organized the Moon Dog Coronation Ball, the first time rock and roll. Oh, hold on here, the Moon Dog Coronation Ball, the first big time rock and roll concert with Cleveland, Ohio, as its location. The heart of rock and roll is in Cleveland. That, mm-hmm. right? Indeed, it is. Got Ray Charles, Little Richard, Fats Domino, people we all listen to to this day. Hat tip. Big time, man. And by the way, from last week, uh, yeah. just a little clip. Me and Allie were driving, kind of checking out last week's episode, man. seeing how it sound. And then you, we were eating something, <laughs> like these smoothies. Yeah. And we were talking about them heavy. All right, and let's do this. I just got this little clip okay. here. Just Let's hear it. Excuse me. What are you doing over there? Smoothie right? was too good. The smoothie's good, yeah. isn't it? Got the, yeah. 
Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Smoothie right? was too good. The smoothie's good, yeah. isn't it? Got the, yeah. I feel like we got something there, man. I think we can do something with that. Cool. <laughs> I approve of this message. Um, last thing we got tonight. It was, uh, weather's been kind of, it's been cold this weekend. You've, uh, you got some, uh, a weather report for us. All right. Weather report about that. Kind of just talk some smack. Let's see. So, so what's going on in Florida? That's uh rare. Uh, with the well, weather. what's rare is it, it's rare to have like right here, you know, like Mims and Titusville. Yep. Since we grew here and all that, we know um, it's rare to go a winter without any frost, right? Yeah. So we ain't had frost. We haven't, have we? It's just been rainy. But we can wet. Just anybody listening know this. We can get like a light dust in April. We can still get the the just the lightest, quickest frost. So. It happens, but if we skate through this year with no frost, it's kind of awesome and warm. But the next, uh, the forecast, of course, for the upcoming week is super warm. Some people are calling it the Indian winter, you know, like they get the Indian yeah. summer. So, and now we got this, uh, it's expected not to plummet on the heels of this warm spell. So, you know, it's a great time to plant. Just lots of stuff. So, like, I got, I've been in the little biodome over here. I got the uh, seeds I started for the, you know, sunflowers and some yeah. melons and some peppers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I got some tomatoes outside right now. Yep. And even with these this cold snap, they're thriving. And because it hasn't been too cold and it gets that warmer and yet, so it, doesn't, it hasn't had a sustained cold except for maybe one or two days. I think it was like 39 or 40 yeah. when it was cold in the cold pockets yep. that, I know about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, interesting because we even talked about this, you know, 10 episodes, 15 episodes ago before the, even the holidays. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about how this could be uh, one of those rare winters where, like, we get, like, some snow because it might not get too cold. But, we, you know, when you get some, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a more of a wet, you know, winter. Yeah, we call it a little bit too wet but way acceptable because if it was a little bit too dry then we could like maybe have a you know just a fire deal yeah know? definitely so so it's been, um yeah we're kind of becoming more of the tropics aren't we they uh whoever they are they like moved, a wider band well they moved the line of the um the subtropics where it meets the tropics on the map they moved it up and changed our zoning here to 10, 10 something instead of nine something oh wow interesting and they said they they base that on the last 30 years you know uh and do we start thinking as just like a state like okay in knowing that <clears throat> we need to start maybe trying to grow this type of you know crop or food that does better in a warmer climate I'd say yes, but really right at the front, though, as you start seeing my average last frost and freeze date has moved. Now I can get an edge by planting earlier or just, uh, you know, that's the, gotcha. you know, because the stinger. I mean, if we you plant too late, it's going to get too hot. It's going to be harder for it to kind of. Well, I mean, the earlier, we know summer's coming. There's a bunch of stuff that you want to grow before summer and wrap it up in May, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so you want to get going as early as you can and you can wait till after, you know, beginning of February with whatever, yeah. but it's nice to, for us to look and go, look, no big, big cold fronts coming and it's already this late in January. Makes like, sense. You know, Aaron last week was like, Hey, I'm going to plant these pepper seeds. You know, I want to get these cayennes going. Cause I, yeah. you know, from the seeds, from the, we're getting cayennes left and right all winter, you know, or just, they just keep coming. What winter? Uh, yeah, I know. Right. And, uh, I'm like, man, it's kind of early. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of how it is. You know, he's kind of saying, and I wasn't really paying attention kind of when you think about it, it's like, yeah, it's smart. It's perfect time. Let's get it done. So, uh, start planting those vegetables, man. Um, episode 182, I think we're, uh, gonna end this show. I think we're going to do some commercials and kind of play around a little bit. I think we might get on Thursday. We might get Colleen in cool uh, to come hang out. Um, go magic. We're going to be talking about, uh, Stan and Jared coming over here soon, getting some magic talk in, starting to bring some of that to the, to some of the episodes and pepper that into some stuff. Uh, I do want to get in before we, uh, fully, fully end. I want to get uh, fully, fully. I uh, got some pranks on here that I've loaded up, and I want to start playing a few of them. All right. And uh, I love this one right here. I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, it's a family member's parent. Hello. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's your neighbor. Okay. Listen, I've got a package for you. What do you mean? Uh, what package? The delivery service left a package at my door. It's for you. I can't give it to me. Can I open it up? What do you mean? Oh, I already did. <laughs> He's mad. I've got some stuff in here. I, I, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, excuse me. It's, uh, Hold on. Let me continue. Huh? Listen, are you going to come pick this up or not? Sir, what address you told me about? Listen, I don't want to hold this package for a long time. You it's your stuff, even though I've opened fuck it already. It, will you please come get it? Fuck you up, motherfucker. Boom. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fuck you up, motherfucker. Yeah, he just pissed him off. <laughs> he was trying to be cool. Just tell me the address. I get it. Oh, I love those, man. So frustrating. Uh, uh, yeah, you got a bunch of them, huh? Uh, I got the mom stealing Wi-Fi one. Um, man, I think it's that one's a couple minutes long, but man, it's kind of good. Ready? We're gonna do this one. All right. Hello there. Hello. How are you? Hello, we are on the air, remember? Hello? Hello? This is DJ Mike on the <laughs> Afternoon Drive Show from Light FM. Light FM. Light FM. Light FM. With DJ Mike. You're on the air. How you feeling today? Um, okay. Awesome. Now, here's why I'm calling you. Every week, we are giving away an all-expense-paid vacation prize courtesy of Light FM. All you have to do is get one question right, and you win. You have five seconds to answer each question, and it's easy. So, are you ready to play? Sure. First yep. question, yep. what is the atomic weight of fluoridium? 
<laughs> oh, too bad, but it's okay, it's okay. Shake it off. You have two chances left. Okay, second question, multiple choice. Who won the War of 1821? Was it England, France, or Germany? Germany. <laughs> ah, trick question. <laughs> there was no War of 1821. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, I'm kidding. Last chance and last question. You ready? Hello. Hey, Barry, did we lose the yeah. car? Hello? Yeah. Spell the word dog. <laughs> Looks around. D-O-G. Hello? Hey, Barry, did we lose the caller? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Seriously, you, you really think I'm going to give away a prize pack for spelling dog? <laughs> <laughs> How stupid are you? <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> now hold your horses. Let me just get a word in here. Oh my god, here we go. Alright, no, it's okay. Just for playing, I got a consolation prize for you. Just hold on the line for a moment. It's to be like a freaking fartogram or something. How amazing was that? Damn, that was good. Wow. I love you, Lacey. <laughs> Made me cry. It was so good, right? Yeah. Uh, let's get uh, let's get one more in, and we're done. This is one minute. I love you, Tammy. Hello. 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 Yeah, hello. Hello? I said hello. Yeah, who is this? Why do you... You're the one that called me. I want to know who you are. Why? <laughs> Look, I have seen your number on my man's self history. I don't think so. Yes, I did. More than once. <laughs> okay. Why are you calling my boyfriend? I don't know who you are. What are you talking about? What is going on? I'm an old lady. I have <laughs> I cannot believe you. I'm an old lady. How long has this been going on for? I don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> you tell me the truth. Okay. <laughs> okay. done damn gems there ladies and gents many more to come and what then you call them back and let them know what's up event yeah and then i actually can get the download yeah uh from the app i'll and, just send it to them and then i can send it to them nice it's up called prank dial yeah <laughs> and you buy like some credits you know so you can get phone calls you i have to set up like a google voice <laughs> All right. you know number so it's not my phone because otherwise when i call with the prank, it'll show my contact information. Like when we go to Georgia, me and Derek and stuff, we just like me and the kids, we just get in there and just start just going through the address book and calling everybody and just trying to see if anybody will take the bait, man. I think he called me. I got you, I think, somewhere. Uh, we 
we have, we've done a very good job of taking new people that come in to work at our office and when they're sitting at their desk, you know, they got to answer the phones. They got to, you know, you're talking to so many different people from different everywhere backgrounds and everything. So you never know what's real and what's not. And I just throw haymakers at them with these prank calls, man. And we are all giggling. Everybody knows the assignment. What's going on? Who called you? Why do they call you? And then call back later with another one, you know, and just kind of string them like, Keith, I'm sorry, bro. I can't wait to use yours. They're going to be great. And maybe uh, we'll have to get Ryan. Oh, and what we're going to be able to do now that we got the phone system, yeah, we can set that up and we can sit here at and just put on record and just start pranking and just cut out all the ones that don't work and the ones that work. Boom. We got a little part of a segment of a show. Perfect. So we can mess around and do that sometimes too. Just have fun. We can do that from yours too at your house, the four channel. So we'll have like the smaller version of this uh, studio at your place that we can do portable, you know, somewhere else out live somewhere or just set up right in your studio, sitting down in a chair, uh, hanging out and talking. And we'll be able to do the same prank phone calls and everything from our phones on the futon. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Like any of your friends, Dave Post out in California. Fair game. Uh, anybody, you know, you got our yeah. friends over at Sick Tricks. We're getting them. You guys are, we're getting you. It's done, son. Cool. Coming after all of you. <laughs> yeah. Be messing with our girlfriends in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, all right, guys, I'm going to end this show. I appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you in a couple of days. I think Colleen and hopefully Brent, too, will be able to come on. Cool. We'll and see Che you Thursday. working on getting Che back. I can't wait to get Che back, man. We got some talking to do. Yeah. I love that guy, man. Yeah. So that that's going to be our like long format uh, Joe Rogan-ish kind of situation to where we're just going to sit down and talk with this guy because he's just a world of knowledge. Yeah. He's so interesting he to talk to, man. I think he has like a couple of things on a hit list that he was wanting to get us. He always does. He gives us the set list. And I like that kind of uh, guess, man. If, if you can line up more of those for us that we don't got to plan anything and they just come in with their own, you know, panache, like I'm down for that. Okay. That's okay with us. Cool. <laughs> panache it is. Panache it is. Let me find out how to do this outro. And let's call it a... Call it an evening. Daisy's in a two-top screaming from the top of her lungs. It's all in tonight. Right. Dude, that's just killer. Oh, yeah, dude, that, that was, was awesome. awesome.